now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. That's why they play the playoffs, Paulie, because I by yes. far had the best baseball team all season. Well. And yet, I didn't. It's one of those things you can talk to the Minnesota Twins about, too. Right. <laughs> they were the best. What a game last night. They were the best baseball team for the first half inning. <laughs> they were. <laughs> and like I said on Twitter, Yankee fans, I hate the one-game playoff after the first half inning. Right. After the second half inning. Uh, we love the one-game playoff. How about the fact that David Robertson got credited with a blown save? <laughs> That's insane. It's ridiculous. It was the third. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> he got the win, too, I believe, but he, uh, he got credited with the blown save. <sighs> That's just, I don't know. That's baseball scoring for you. That is. But we're not here to talk about baseball. But you know who is here to talk about baseball, and probably even more so, Paulie, football, is our guests. Yes. So welcome to the Butter and Bacon Fantasy Sports Show. I think we'll just go with that title right now. There you go. Because I'm still, I'm still working on getting, I'm still working on getting Amy to do fantasy baseball. So, uh, sportstacular. <laughs> the sportstacular. Well, I Amy, like it. Amy is not here for the sportstacular, but no. you, but I, you are, and I feel like you deserve an introduction, Paul. So, how are you? I, I I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm I'm definitely October is a very interesting time of year to be a sports fan. You got the NBA coming back, NHL coming back, playoffs are starting, and football is rounding into form. Uh, talking about the major professional leagues in the United States, so uh, I'm thrilled. I'm exhausted. I fell asleep around the seventh inning last night. I don't know about you. Uh, I I was <laughs> diehard through the sixth. Uh, I seventh I think was coming out of commercial break and. You know, you know, then all of a sudden my TV jumped to the top of the ninth. I don't know what happened there. Right? It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, the time shift. I, and it was one of those things, you know how sometimes you're uh, maybe watching a movie or watching a game and you nod off and you worry that you missed something? So I yeah. actually woke up in a little bit of a panic. And I was like, oh, God, oh. what's the score? What's the score? What's the score? And I saw Chapman on the mound. I'm like, oh, that's good. And then I saw the corner. I'm like, okay, 8-4. I'm actually glad they brought him in because they've probably used the rest of the bullpen. Right. <laughs> so, uh, as a Yankee fan, very happy to see that. As a fantasy baseball player, a little less happy about the end of our season. Uh, but I think I think the last time we covered, uh, we were heading into the playoffs. So, before we dive into our football recap, let's just wrap up the uh, baseball season. And that wrapped up uh, in the semifinals. The Staggering Pigs did take out my number one seed, Metroville Heroes, while Stanton Onham fell very harshly to uh, <laughs> the St. Louis Wolves, who put up 602 points on them. Although, uh, Wow! Yeah, they had 602 to 467 in that matchup. I actually got pummeled six. <laughs> 657 to 552. So oh. uh, the winners of the semifinals definitely deserved it, and they played a really yeah they earned it. Yeah, they played a good game in the finals too. Low lower scoring, uh, but the St. Louis Wolves are the inaugural champion of our hashtag BABFBL 480.8 to 458.3. So congratulations to them. 
And in the absolutely nobody cares but me, I won the consolation game over Spencer. So uh, <laughs> I didn't even want to participate. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take my my bronze trophy and go home miserable. So uh, I had a lot of fun with the baseball. I, I enjoy that format for baseball. Uh, when people ask me about it, I kind of describe it as we footballize baseball, if you will. Uh, yeah. Make, making it weekly matchups, and I think it'll be something we'll do again next spring. So thanks to everyone who participated. But on to what the monkey has been clamoring for for four weeks now. Let's do our one-month check-in. Seriously. Check <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a good time to check in. Uh, everybody's played four games, obviously, except the Dolphins and the Bucks. Uh, right. <laughs> and as you were pointing out right before we started recording, that means we are moving into the bye season. So let's take a look at how everyone did before the bye weeks. And I think it's pretty meaningful because... You can draft yourself a really nice starting lineup, but if you don't have that mm-hmm. bench depth, and if you want to see a team without bench depth, look at mine, uh, so <laughs> you will, uh, you'll start to suffer as the bye weeks kick in. So we did uh, stick with the pound and slice divisions, and let's start over in your division, Paulie. The Duckburg Canucks out to a big start, 3-1, and one, leading the division uh, in a three-way tie, but currently uh, winning the division based on the points tiebreaker they are the only team in the league that's broken the four 500 point barrier yes so, a great start to them uh their season they're tied with the shoreline tap room and shocking your, your favorite team name <laughs> totally radical totally radical islam <laughs> all at three and one and if the uh, the infamous if the playoffs started today uh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they would all be in <laughs> uh, yep. right right behind them a game behind my favorite name this year melissa's mistake <laughs> Nick, having awesome. A, having a good season scoring-wise. Had a couple tough matchups sitting there at 2-2. Two and two. The Monkey is 2-2 two and two as well, tied for fourth in the Slice Division. And then uh, as I look down the standings, everybody has been uh, in the win column now. The Ducklings, if you look at last week's scores, uh, struggled for three weeks and then scored, I think it was roughly about 1,800 points. Uh, yeah, in week roughly. four, she destroyed somebody, and then the Knights of Ren. That would be me. New name, similar results. Uh, I wouldn't <laughs> say similar results. Um, I am fast on my way to infamy as um, the baseball league. I had the most points scored against me. Yeah, you um, did. In fantasy football, I'm trying to run away with the least points scored for me. <laughs> I'm currently in second place in the least amount of points scored. Um, yeah, I, I'm not proud of that. No, but the bye weeks are kicking in, and I think your team has some interesting guys that are probably hard to get into the lineup. You know, you got a depth at quarterback, <laughs> Jamal Charles. Yes. I think Foreman's going to be good for you down the road. Ross coming back from his injury. You've got some players there. You just need them to get back on the field and, and contribute. I need them not only, not only on the field, but I need them to be consistent. Um, a large part of the issue that I've had is, you know, I try and guess matchups, but so easy in the season or so early in the season, rather, it's kind of difficult to really get a hold of who's going to be consistent week in, week out. And, uh, yeah, I guess wrong on a couple of occasions. It does put it that way. It does happen. It does. All right. Over in the pound division, Scott's perch talk sitting pretty at three and one, the only three and one team in this division. Uh, a bunch of two and two. We got Make It Pink, Project Badass, Metroville Heroes, New York Frandogs, despite losing the number one overall pick to injury, sitting there at two and two. 
Scott's Cruiser struggling a little to start the year at one and three, and then the Dapper Donalds also one and three. Yeah, and uh, I'd like to also point out that while I am uh, steadily uh, in second place in my race to the bottom, you, sir, are third. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, we we live recorded that draft. uh, Right. uh, I don't know if the the dejection in my voice came through as we were making those Mm, picks. Uh, There there were some guys I would hope to fall to me, just didn't. Uh, Just got sniped. I believe I even announced during the draft I wanted Ezekiel Elliott, wanted Kareem. Yes! They both went right before my pick. (laughs) They're both doing fantastic, and Amari Cooper didn't realize that football started in September. (laughs) So my my consolation pick in the second round has not quite worked out as well as the guys I was targeting. (laughs) Yeah, and those Oakland wide receivers are going to find new definitions of pain and suffering with EJ Manuel at their quarterback for the next two to six weeks. Yes, they will. Ouch. Uh, I'm just picking another peak now. Uh, Scott's Cruisers is leading, if you will, leading my division in points against. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as I scroll down on your side, there are a couple teams, mostly the Monkey and the Ducklings I'm pointing to, that are over 500 points against. So, uh, Yeah, um, yeah. the du- Snuggly Ducklings, I think everybody just wants to come by because it's such a great team name. It's a great atmosphere. The drink specials are fantastic. Everybody just comes and deposits their points. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like I said, she she wasn't taking it last week. Put up the no. one, put up one seventy four on the monkey. So yeah, yeah which which <laughs> is the number two. <laughs> <laughs> Wondering where those points came from, uh, monkey. That that's mm-hmm. uh, you can thank her. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's our first month. So as the bye weeks are kicking in, I think some of the lineups are going to change quite a bit, as they must, and it might be worth taking a quick peek at week five. What do you say? Yeah, let's do that. All right, I'm going to start at the bottom of my app with Totally Radical Islam, 3-1, and one, taking on the Knights of Ren at 1-3. Yes. Now, uh, we're a little bit early in the week. We're, we're recording this on Wednesday, and I'm seeing a few people still on buy for the Radical Islam. So you, are, yep. sir, are currently a seven-point favorite. Yeah, but that'll change once Corey, uh, Cody, Cody Fleener. Cody? Colby? Colby? Coley. C. Fleener. <laughs> And, uh, totally and radical Lutz. Islam. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, once he clears his bench uh, and gets the New Orleans players on there, um, you know, he might have to pick up a kicker because I'm, I'm not seeing a kicker. Yeah. Actually, yeah, he needs a kicker and a tight end. Uh, Those are the two. Oh, there you go. Well, that, that could be fun. I could trade him one of mine, maybe. Nope. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm, I'm looking at his bench. I might want to poach some of those guys as he waves them. There you go. <laughs> But, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, looking, looking at this matchup, looking at the radical Islam, um, the, one, the one thing that I can see, and he's had the same issue that I have, is consistency. You've got Dak Prescott, who looks like a world beater up against the Broncos. And then <laughs> um, he, he really is tied to how well Ezekiel Elliott does. And if Elliott doesn't perform well, Prescott is not going to perform well. Yeah, yeah, Antonio the, the Broncos Brown. have done that to everybody this year now. Uh, not everyone. Well, Pretty yeah, much yeah. <laughs> the Broncos. Yep, now, yep. if you look at Dak this week, he gets to go play the Swiss cheese of the Green Bay defense. Yes, so, this is true. The, um, and, the, and similarly with Antonio Brown, um, you know, had a had a nice tantrum last week. Yeah, he did. Because um, he wasn't, well, he didn't get targeted on a third down pass. Um, but, you know, he's playing Jacksonville. And uh, the Jets just beat Jacksonville. Yeah, but the Jacksonville Jaguar, the the way you want to attack them is with the tight end. They actually have decent cover corners. Now that right. said, nobody covers Antonio Brown. 
Uh, no, especially if he you does, don't. Especially if he does a double move and Big Ben misses him. Um, so I think Big Ben will be looking to him. So yeah, you, you may see one of these uh, placate my diva performances for Brown. <laughs> yes. Um, and then really, you know, the the, the thing in you know, defense, I know we increased the scoring a little bit. The Ravens defense, on the other hand, is not living up to the billing. Um, right now, they got them showing at 11.5 against Oakland. I'm not seeing it. I mean, as much as I will bag on EJ Manuel, he is not going to throw more than four interceptions. <laughs> Wait. Um, well, no, maybe, maybe okay, the Ravens defense might be. Yeah, they might <laughs> do all right. Points. <laughs> <laughs> but um, looking at my own lineup, um, I, I, we got the Tom Brady revenge game. The guy has put up basically 30 points every week. Yeah, um, I, I think the margin here is a lot bigger than the 1.3 Brady to Prescott that they're showing. Yeah, and and you know he doesn't he doesn't um, have two back to back losses. Um, it, it, it's Tampa Bay. They got a strong run defense. I anticipate a lot of Tom Brady, so that's good for me. Um, I'm wondering which Demarco Murray will show up uh, <laughs> for Tennessee. I mean Tennessee's been another Jekyll and Hyde. Um, Jarvis Landry, I got high hopes after like the first half for the Dolphins game over in London and then he vanished. I'm not quite sure if Cutler just decided to knock him out after halftime. Uh, um, you know what though? This week, 13, uh, 13.8 against Tennessee, give me the over. Yeah, Tennessee yeah, that's can't true. cover anybody. So so that's good. Um, scrolling down, actually, um, I, I could see an uptick because I got Tom Brady and uh, Mike Gillisley. Uh, the running back for New England. So, you know, I'm hoping for a lot of that stout Tampa Bay defense, running defense, to let him catch some balls. So that would be good for me. And honestly, the only reason I was even in last week's game was Funches with a ridiculous game against the Patriots defense. He's going up against Detroit. I do not anticipate him replicating even close to uh, his performance. And then, you know, rounding out, I have to say, very happy with how my Bills defense is going. They are getting at least two takeaways every single game, which is fantastic. The best thing for them is Rex Ryan went away. <laughs> yes! They're back to playing yes! the way they did a couple of years ago, and it's, that's a nice fantasy it's amazing. to have. Yeah, hire a defensive genius as head coach. Defense goes in the tank. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, and then get rid of them, bring in another defensive guru, actually, and their current coach, and uh, all of a sudden the defense is back again, so... I don't know. Whatever it is, it's working. Um, and then, of course, I have the Iron Man Gutskowski. Um, again, it's, it's it's Brady's led offense. They're going to be in the red zone because nobody moves the ball down the field like Tom Brady does no, in no. the league. The only way that doesn't work for you is if they end up scoring six touchdowns instead right. of instead of four touchdowns and two field goals. Right. <laughs> right. I only get six, and, and um, unfortunately, I don't get any points for touchbacks because that would be fantastic. That, well, we we got to look at that next year. I don't know if that exists. <laughs> you know, on the other side, uh, for Islam, Marshawn Lynch, I think, is going to have some tough running room against Baltimore. Yep. They're they're not going to believe in EJ Manuel. They're going to dare him to win the game through yep. the air. And yep. I just don't know how healthy Adams is after that crushing blow last week. Oh, yeah, so that was hard. Those two guys being projected for 25 might be a little he bit He might high. actually be out. Yeah, and that's, that's going to be I'm... one where he's going to have to look to that bench where he's got some nice options, but none of them are Devonta Adams. No. So, all right, if we're going through with the prediction for the week, I'm going to take the Knights of Ren for the win. Oh, thank you. I'm actually going to take Totally Radical Islam. Um, as, as much as I 
like and relish the idea of the New England offense just really clicking, they might have a tough time against Tampa Bay. Um, they might make some characteristic, uh, uncharacteristic mistakes. They're on the road. It's a short week. Um, but, yeah, I, I think the Islam's team uh, might be able to overcome, top to bottom, my streaky players. Yeah, Brady and Gillis are going to get you at least 40. You're in good shape. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> All right, let's look at uh, Scott's Perch Talk, taking on Project Badass. And I'm scanning here. These lineups look to be adjusted for the bye. Yeah. Uh, no Drew Brees, no Mark Ingram, nope. no Sanu, nope. no Ted Ginn Jr. for the Perch. No. Uh, yes. Badass not nearly as affected. Mariota is currently injured, although they're projecting him for 21. So he's got Brissett in there at quarterback. Good week to pick up a bad quarterback because they're playing the 49ers. Yeah. Uh, not nearly as affected. Um that said, uh, Perch Talk is, is leading the division for a reason, and Jordy Nelson, T.Y. Hilton, and Kelsey are certainly a formidable group of pass catchers. Man, Kelsey looked really good on Monday night, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> At least for a half. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, the first half. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Um, yeah, I, and, and it's, it's kind of interesting seeing uh, the Kelsey-Witten uh, double tight end set going on here. Um, but, um, what it, what it really, well, actually, no, Scott's got to find a kicker because he's got Matt Bryan in there. Um, but I mean, look, looking at this and I'm just looking at Cam Newton and if Cam Newton can replicate, this goes back to what I said in my game, it's going to be tough for him to do it because he's facing a Detroit defense instead of a Patriots ranked 35th in the league of 32 <laughs> teams. Um, it's going to be tough for Cam to replicate, but I get the feeling that Cam Newton has returned to an area where he's comfortable. I think he settled in after a surgery that he had last week. I mean, he rushed for a touchdown where he was that bull moose um, that we knew him to be from from years past before the surgery. So really, this, um, you know, I, th- I think Cam Cam could be the difference maker here. On the other side, you've got Gordon going up against the Giants defense, which I think people are starting to see. Giants defense is not as good as the Giants defense we were expected. No, and it's I don't know if you feel the same way. I do, and it's actually hurting their offense that their defense isn't good. It is. The offense can't get on the field. Right. So um, the, only, the only thing there is Gordon did leave his game injured last week. He's got a knee going on. So uh, a full-powered Gordon, I think, would be well above that 15.2 projection. Uh, we'll have to see mm-hmm. if he can actually last the whole game because he only played about a half last week. Yeah, and then I will say, you know, um, definitely the Bills MVP of the year is Steve Hauschka, so uh, Badass might get 20 points from the kicker, and that's not (laughs) hyperbole. Um, The guy has kicked either three or four field goals in the last three weeks, and they have not been short. I mean, we're talking upper 40s, low 50s in in distance, so, uh, you know, gets kind of the bonus, the kicker, if you will. Yep. Uh, for the longer field goals. Um, I, I, I don't know where they get in this projection of 6.5 points. That means two field goals and an extra point. Uh, that's, yeah, at, he's been doing a lot more than that. At, at Cincy, that definitely sounds like they're running a little low there. So, uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, g- given these two, you know, I can't, I can't see uh, the perch talk uh, losing. I think they're going to continue their winning ways, um, even even if they don't sign a kicker to take Matt Bryant's place. Yeah, I just peeked. He's got one on his bench, so he must have grabbed Suck Up off oh. the wire. So throw another nine, and the line would actually have the perch by three. Uh, I think if the, if the badass had a healthy quarterback and a healthy Gordon, this game is a lot closer. 
I think Buck Allen beats that 10.8 pro- projection they're giving him, but I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I think the perch talker is just a little bit healthier right now, and they are going to get the win. Yep. All right, Melissa's mistake is projected for a whopping 127 points. Taking on the Snuggly Duckling, who just beat that total by 50. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, and, and really, this I, I feel like Melissa's mistake begins and ends with LaShawn McCoy, and boy, does that sound funny. Um, yeah, he, for two weeks, really didn't put up anything fantasy-wise. Um, he got stuffed in the run. He was catching some passes, but they weren't for any yards. He was not scoring touchdowns. That might change in a hurry against the Cincinnati defense that, um, yeah, they played the Browns. They played the Browns. The Browns. The Browns. The Browns. So, the, the rookie um, quarterback of the Browns. Yeah, with his head is shaped like a triangle, too. Check it out. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, I, I think LaShawn McCoy definitely returns to some scoring. Maybe not what he did against the Jets week one. Um, I think that's a combination of the Jets team trying to figure out their identity and it's a Bills home opener. Um, you know, but, but, you know, I think LaShawn probably is good for more than the 20.3 that's being predicted. I'm, I'm thinking this is more like a 25-30 point game for him. Um, and then looking down the list, he's got the Bengals defense going up against Buffalo. I'm mm-hmm, okay. That's entirely possible. Um yeah. You know, and then and then again, look at man. He, he got let down last week by JHI as well. Um, yeah, and again, no, mean, nothing cures a bad offense like a Tennessee defense. And he's Tennessee got, defense. He's got Parker and Ajay in that game, and one of the best tight ends this league in Zach Ertz. Yes, yeah, Zach. Zach Ertz. The Philly offense is really, really clicking. Um, they have proven that they can win at home. Of course, they can prove they can win on the road. And uh, so it, I'm interested to see, you know, Ertz, Ertz, I think, is probably point correct here at 15.4. Um, Which is a big this. number, a big number for Huge a tight end. Huge for a tight end, yeah. I mean, considering Stafford's only listed to get 20.9. So, I mean, you're looking at six points less. That's pretty good. Yeah, now on the other side, you got Winston in that Thursday night game. And I know I've preached in shows past, <laughs> Thursday nights tend to be lower scoring. However. Uh, however, when you have New England and Tampa... Yeah, that's a nice defense to go against for Winston. I think he's going to put up big numbers. Bell's got 35th a nice... ranked defense. Yeah. Bell's got a nice matchup in Jacksonville. Des Bryant yeah. has a nice matchup in Green Bay. Yeah, uh, they're going to you know she'll she'll fill that flex spot. Get Sanders out of there. You know, call it theoretic right now. Who I know you love. Uh, yep. Probably surpasses the 11 in Carolina. I could see why these two teams are projected for 127. Yeah, you totally can, and, and I, I do have to add too that you know Hopkins. While while I normally would be, ooh, he's playing the Kansas City defense, and it's a Sunday night game. Houston is putting up points like it's a video game. Yeah, well, you know they they have a really smart quarterback. Finally, the last couple of years, and you know how I feel about Hopkins. I'm a huge yeah. fan. The last yes. couple of years, for some reason, <laughs> their quarterback has said, you know, let me spread the ball around. The rookie yeah. steps in and says, I'm going to make you know sure what? to not throw it to Hopkins. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to throw to that guy. <laughs> I heard he's pretty good, and he's he's putting up numbers again. Yeah, against Kansas City, he that's going to be tough. Now, uh, hey, I, Deshaun, young guy, he, he knows where his bread is buttered. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, Hunter Henry is you know, not getting the lion's share of snaps like I think people thought he would. Antonio Gates mm. still getting run there. Uh, but again, the Giants defense maybe just not that good. Oh, man, so, no. I, I got a tough time making a pick here. I think I'm gonna go with the Ducklings. Yeah, th- this one's hard. I mean, my my heart wants to pick um, Melissa's mistake. 
So funny to say. Um, it based based a lot on LaShawn McCoy and JHI. Um, you know, and that, that might be just the AFC East fan in me. I mean, the AFC East running backs are very good, including Mr. Bilal Powell, Dean. He's had a game. Um, oh, man, did he have a game last week. I, but it's, uh, I can't. The, the Ducklings are going to score like 200 again. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I got to go with the Ducklings. All right, let's take a look at Scott's Cruisers versus Make It Pink. Uh, both getting affected by the buys this week, so we'll see uh, Thomas come out on the pink side. We'll see Reed come out at the tight end spot on the cruiser side. I'm just scrolling down. Ingram will pop in there at tight end, and she's got some options for uh, for filling in for Thomas. So uh, right now, this line's really close, 104 to 101, Make It Pink in the lead. Uh, I know you don't trust any team headed up by Jay Cutler, though. No, no, and, and and I'm kind of shocked at this point of the season where Cutler is predicted to be only roughly two points less than Carson Palmer. However, Cutler's playing at home, Palmer's playing on the road, so maybe that's why. And Cutler's, um, play, Cutler's playing Tennessee. That, that always helps. And, well, that's true, too. I'll tell you what, though, um, if, I, if I was the Cruisers, I'm looking at home Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, home Roethlisberger. Um, I know he's projected for less, but not Jacksonville. Yeah, I... we'll see what he does. Uh, the the website says to go with uh, Palmer. He's got Palmer in there now. My prediction, I'd put I'd put in home Roethlisberger for more points. Yeah, I definitely do that. Um, the other thing that I, I might do is really take a look at this New York Giants centric um, receiving core. Yeah. Um. I, like you said in the last game, the Giants can't get on the field for offense. That's their big problem. Um, uh, it's it's hard to get points, and I mean they got predicted between Beckham and Shepard. They got predicted twenty six and a half points. Uh, I mean there were games last week that Beckham would put up that by himself. By the way, his, um, his, just, re- his replacement tight end is the Giants' tight end. <laughs> right, that that doesn't help. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. Well, maybe he'll go with Bennett. I mean, He's got Bennett too. Yeah, Michael Bennett, uh, but um, he does. Yeah, he's got Ingram and Gabriel's on the bye. A healthy Crabtree. Gates. A healthy Crabtree would be a nice fill-in if he, if he's back. Healthy Crabtree would be good, but again, you're looking at EJ Manuel arm yeah. punts throwing it to him. <laughs> that's a good point. So, um, so yeah, it's, that's that's tough. Um, I mean, if I were Scott, I might look to diversify a little bit off the Giants, but that's just me. Over and make it pink. We're going to stick with the Giants. Giants defense against the Chargers. Clippers. That's probably a good pick. Yeah, it's not bad the at Clippers. all. The Clippers. They can put up points <laughs> against the Clippers. They can put up. <laughs> they really can. Um, and then, you know, looking up, Cutler. It, Cutler's good for a red zone interception, so that's going to take <laughs> points away. I'm um, going to have to move Thomas out because he's on a bye. Um, you know, Golden Tate actually is like this forgotten guy in Detroit. Um, everybody's talking about their running backs all of a sudden having a resurgence. But, um, you know, I, I think Golden Tate might actually outscore the 13.6. I think he might actually catch two, tu- two touchdowns outright um, against Carolina. That's going to be one of those games where you're going to expect defense. And I have a feeling you're going to get another 30 to 33 game. Yeah. Out of those two teams, the really big wild card here is Carlos Hyde against Indianapolis, because we saw Indianapolis go up against Seattle, go into Seattle last week. It was a hard fought game for a half, and then Indianapolis let the Seahawks run roughshod. I can see Carlos Hyde 
exploding in this game, which is going to actually, I'm going to segue right now, which is why I'm going to pick Make It Pink to win. Yeah, I, I'm looking at the matchups, and again, I, I don't trust Cutler unless he's playing Tennessee. And Diggs at Chicago, and I love the Hyde matchup. Uh, yeah, I just I think the, the matchups are in Make It Pink's favor, and so Scott's Cruiser is going to get that second loss. All right, let's talk about the Shoreline Taproom taking on the Duckburg Canucks. Who are... That's another guy that's been complaining for this show, so here you go, there you Mr. Go. Scopa. The other Scopa. The original the other Scopa. One. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think the other one's a little older. So uh, no, <laughs> no tight end for the Canucks right now, at least not in the lineup. Uh, Hooper's, nope. Hooper, oh, I got Bray on the bench. Okay, so Bray will go in there, uh, Tampa Bay's tight end. Good matchup against New England. That yeah. closes the projection from the tap rhyme being plus 25. I'm sorry, the tap room being plus 25. <laughs> tap the, rhyme. Ta, I said tap line. To the tap room being a mere plus 17 or so. Um, yeah. And I can see why. Ezekiel has got a fantastic matchup. Evans should do yeah. well against New England. Hogan should do well in that same game at Tampa. Uh, I love Doyle at tight end, even against San Fran. Uh, I'm, I've not seen it yet from Christian McCaffrey. No, I, I'm not really sure no. the love there. Uh, Hill is a, a sort of lottery ticket wild card, so he's got a. Tyreek couple... Hill is feast or famine, right? Yeah, he's got a couple flexes there that are hit or miss at times. Um, it wouldn't surprise me for McCaffrey and Hill to get to the combined 28 points that they're projected, but with mm. one, one which, of them getting 21 one? and the other one getting seven. <laughs> right. <laughs> not the. Fourth. And it's funny. It's we're very chief centric because we got Kareem Hunt on the other side on the on the Canucks. Yeah, that's a nice nice backfield right there. Gurley and Hunt. Right. Can't argue with those two. Uh, no. Curse, you know, we, we've said this in, in years past with bad teams. Someone's going to catch the ball for the Jets. Mm -hmm. So far, it has been Curse. Uh, so mm -hmm. that's not a bad wide receiver, too, to have at all. Well, and, and from what I read, Curley does not have a drop yet. No. <laughs> but you got to throw him the ball to drop it. Red, well, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I have random Jets useless knowledge that I'm going to throw at this show. <laughs> I, I wonder if Decker's going to find his way into the lineup. Uh, oh. I, I do like that mm. Cobb matchup at the flex. Lockett for Seattle yes. playing the uh, the Rams. I'm not sure if that one will stay. Uh, all in all, though, I think the firepower is on the left-hand column, and that is the shoreline yeah. tap room. Yeah, I agree. Um, the one thing that might drag down the tap room, um, and we've discussed this, the Bills defense is playing, and they are giving up the fewest amount of points in the league. Um, Dalton is playing at home. That'll that'll only help help his case because he won't also have to deal with crowd noise. But um, Bills are optimistic, and uh, Dalton has proven up until last week when he played the Browns that he can turn the ball over. So that could be tough. He's good at that. Yeah. All right, my two. But favorite... I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the tap room anyway. Though. I, had, I had a feeling you would. My yeah. two my two favorite teams: Team Monkey and the Fran Dogs. Uh, the problem for the Fran Dogs. Half his lineup is on a bye. While this might normally be a more interesting matchup, uh, I, I just think the Monkey's going to run away with this because right now the Fran Dogs are without their quarterback, without both their wideouts, without one of their flex, and their number one draft pick went out with an injury. And their first backup running back with Kelly from Washington is also on a bye. <laughs> so I like Duh. Fuller coming off the bench, uh, but Fuller can't play five spots. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I like the monkey here, too. The Buccaneers' defense going up against the Patriots' offense is not going to be enough to overcome. They're not scoring six points, though, because they're going to have so many points and yards against. It's not even going to be funny. But monkey to win. Yeah, that'll be the weak spot there, but 
Crowell's got a nice matchup. Green, Watkins, and Gronk all are going to do well. So, yeah. Uh, caught the Fran Dogs on a good week for him. Yep, but enough about Amy's team. Let's get on to the last matchup. <laughs> yes, the last matchup of the week is the Dapper Donalds taking on the Metroville Heroes. So this is my squad, and I am a little bit affected by the bye with Julio Jones out, Tevin Coleman out, Willie Sneed out, Kamara out, and uh, still have my lottery ticket of Connor on the bench. Olsen, I stole from you when you waved him, and, Mc- <laughs> and McFadden's a backup. So as I said, a team with no depth, that would be me. Uh, taking on the Tapper Donalds, who are starting someone I've never heard of. Yeah, yeah Gallman um, sounds like a lawyer. I'm not quite sure what's going on there. Um, yeah, but I mean, yeah, running back for the Giants. Uh, <laughs> we said it at the draft. Name a running back for the Giant. I still can't, and I'm looking at him right now. Joe Morris. Um, Dave Meggett. <laughs> yeah, that's... that's the... <laughs> Oh, who was that? Uh, Rodney Hampton. <laughs> Rodney Hampton, yes. Anderson. <laughs> yes. Otis, my man. Otis. <laughs> Andrew is smiling from ear to ear right now. Yes, he is. <laughs> uh, we'll even go as far as, say, Brandon Jacobs, Tiki Barber. There you that's, go. That's where that ends. Gallman. Gallman. Hey, he's got a lot of gall putting that man in the lineup against me. However, yeah. even with him or whether he goes to Joe Mixon, uh, I still think the Donalds are in really good shape. Now, I will take... If I go position by position, I will take the quarterback edge with uh, Rodgers over Deshaun Watson. And I will take the running back edge with Powell up against Cleveland versus the Gallman. But uh, <laughs> I, I would take the Donalds lineup at every spot after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, and, and really, I mean, you, you, you mentioned Devontae Freeman being out on a bye. He got injured in the game against the Bills. So he really didn't do much of anything for you there either. Um, and, and just looking at, looking at the matchup, um, it, we mentioned it before, Deshaun Watson is playing a video game out there. Uh, Kansas City, yeah, they played really well on Monday night. They got another Sunday night matchup here, but man, I, Deshaun Watson's like next level. <laughs> yeah, and Washington moved the ball in Kansas City. You know, they, they put they only they put up twenty points, but there was a lot of plays where they they kept the chains moving. And I think Watson's going to get his yards. And unlike uh, what Washington was able to do, if they get down close, Washington can put the the driveway with his feet. And yes. Cousins just isn't that mobile, so no. I think that could be a difference here with Watson putting up more points than Cousins, who put up I think it was twenty twenty two last week. Yeah, something so. like that. Um, another thing that's not working in your favor is Amari Cooper has arm punts manual throwing to him. Um, he's going to be playing defensive back, trying to avoid interceptions far more than he's going to be trying to make receptions. Um, and, and really looking down at the bottom of the lineup for the Donalds, Larry Legend, Larry Fitzgerald, who I got to tell you, that last game that he had, he looked every bit of his age um, getting up after the game-winning touchdown um, in overtime. But Brandon Cooks but with you that just, New England offense. But, but you oh. said the key. He scored the game-winning touchdown. He scored the game-winning He's still winning doing touchdown. it. <laughs> 100%. What's odd is he's going up against his own defense. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so you got the Eagles D and you got Larry Legend. But, um, yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Donalds with this one. What do, what do you think of my D this week, Paulie? Uh, the, Niners, <laughs> the Niners against Indianapolis. Um, I, I got a theory this year. My, my, my play in two of my three leagues that I'm playing in this year is I don't care who the defense is. I care who the offense is that they're playing against. Yeah, and Indianapolis has proven that they can play for about a quarter and a half. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for a couple turnovers, a lower scoring game. Um, but, yeah, it's 
hopefully Larry Legend, uh, that, that's the problem, right? If he puts up the touchdowns, he's getting the points in one category and hurting his defense in the other. So right. it's it's point neutral for him. And uh, Well, it, you, but it isn't because the defense is not going to score nearly as many points as Fitzgerald would no, have. that's true. For stopping him. Um, so, so that's kind of an interesting conundrum that the Donalds has. But um, if we're going to get to the picks... Um, I'm going to have to go with the Donalds. I'm very sorry. No, I'm going to go with the Donalds, too, because I want to be right with the pick. <laughs> <laughs> Last year, I had some confidence in my team. I think I probably picked myself 11 out of 12 weeks. But this week, this year, right. yeah, the didn't, draft didn't go my way. I haven't been able to find any magic on the wire. And until that happens, uh, I'm going to pick teams like the Donalds over teams like my own. <laughs> and that just makes sense. <laughs> All right, well, that is your week four, or first month, really, recap and week First quarter. Uh, first first quarter. quarter recap. Well, quarter of the NFL, third of our regular season. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, Paul? The, the leaves are turning. It's time to get out the pumpkins, and uh, before you know it, we'll all be dressing up like Larry Legend at Halloween, and hopefully we have another recap show before then. Larry Legend with short shorts? That is the good stuff. Oh, wait, no, that's the other show. <laughs> Not go with it. I like it. Hashtag Cleatfoot. This has been The Good Stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Bacon.